We start now, though, with news that hit the financial world and the tech world like a lightning bolt today. Billionaire Elon Musk, one of the richest men in the world, perhaps the richest man in the world, now says he wants to buy Twitter outright, taking it private to restore its commitment to what he terms free speech. It's been an on-again, off-again relationship between Musk and Twitter. He announced this on Twitter. Uh, it's a hostile bid to buy up the whole company for more than $43 billion US. In a regulatory filing, Twitter revealed that Musk has offered to buy up all outstanding shares in the company. Where was Elon Musk today? He happened to be in Vancouver, believe it or not. He was speaking at the TED conference there on Thursday. He said his motivations are not financial, but he has a desire to preserve the, quote, public square that Twitter has become. Appearing at the 2022 TED conference in Vancouver, Elon Musk offered some skepticism that he'll have success in buying Twitter, the company saying it is reviewing his offer. But Musk, who has long been at odds with Twitter but is also a big user of it, gave some insight into his frequent use of the platform. Literally you know, on the toilet or something, I'm like, oh, this is funny, and then tweet that out. You know. If he does buy Twitter, Musk says he wants to open it up to more free speech, he wants to eliminate spam bots, and he wants to give users the option to edit tweets. Alex Stone, EBC News. So, can he get the money together? Will shareholders be happy? How will the Twitter board respond? And what would the social platform look like if he succeeds? Joining me now with more on that is Dan Ives. He's Managing Director and Senior Equity Research Analyst covering the tech sector at Wedbush Securities in New York. Dan, thank you so much for your time. Great to be here. So, I mean, I woke up and looked at this and thought, oh my God, how much did it catch everyone off guard, this Elon Musk uh, hostile takeover bid? I mean, Musk being a corporate raider for Twitter in 2022 was definitely not on the uh, crystal ball of, uh, I think, anyone. And look, I think it speaks to, with Elon Musk, he goes to the beat of a different drum. But here with Twitter, this went from a friendly situation where he was going to come on the board eating cheese and crackers and everything was going to be fine to what's really become a hostile Game of Thrones situation where going back to 1980s style, he becomes a corporate raider for Twitter. And we ultimately believe when the soap opera is over, he ends up owning it. So this is serious. This is deadly serious. Yeah. And I think right now the street, because it's Musk, there'll be questions of, are these antics? Is this a sideshow? Can he get the financing? So, you know, I think many on the street are skeptical, but this is a real bid. We believe will be financed 15, 20 billion of debt. And it's really going to put Twitter's board and execs feet to the fire because if they reject the bid, they got to do a strategic process as a fiduciary. So I believe the Twitter story, the Twitter management team and, and almost corporate history to what we know, I think clock struck midnight once must put the bid in. Why does Elon Musk want to buy Twitter? That remains a big question. And we could say freedom of speech is definitely the driver. Musk is a queer freedom of speech advocate. And I do think this has become, it's crossed the chasm. It went from, okay, he's going to own 9%, become number one holder, try to drive the strategy. I think once behind the scenes, he started talking to the board, talking to the management team, realizing they weren't seeing eye to eye. Musk felt like, he wants to take the Twitter platform and really change social media. And look, for someone that's done it with SpaceX, with Tesla, which obviously it's hard to argue with his golden success, 
Twitter is a whole nother animal, but I think this has really become more than a project. It's really become a, a key strategic initiative, which is why Musk is going to put you know, tens of billions of his own money behind it. Musk has used Twitter very effectively to build his own brand over the years. What kind of impact does someone like Elon Musk taking over a platform like Twitter have potentially? Yeah, I mean, Musk, 80 million followers, his global reach wouldn't be what it is today without Twitter. It's almost been symbiotic, you know, with Twitter over the last decade. And I think right now within Twitter headquarters for investors, and there's a lot more questions and answers in terms of, you know, how that would change the platform. I could tell you one thing within Twitter headquarters, there's a lot of employees probably figuring out what font to use on the resume today because they're not going to work for Elon Musk. It would be a different type of environment. It wouldn't be golden retrievers and playing ping pong at 12 o'clock for lunch at Twitter. It would be different. And I think Twitter's been underperforming asset, frustration of investors. But look, they never thought in almost a Godfather, Marlon Brando-like story that you know Musk would be sitting in the CEO chair at Twitter. But Dan, even when when Elon Musk bought up that initial chunk of stock recently, he started talking about making changes. Changes were coming. Uh, what kind of impact could it ha- could it have on Twitter if he in fact takes over the whole place? It could have a massive ripple effect. You know, in terms of the platform, in terms of what it would mean for the strategy, and it would be a different place to work. And I think for Musk now. It's a real bid. The question is going to be Twitter with their next move. They'll clearly reject the initial offer. That'll be the first step. And then this becomes a get out the popcorn moment because there's going to be many twists and turns ahead in the soap opera. I imagine one of the uh, one part of this drama will be the regulatory aspect. He's fought with the SEC over his Twitter posts. Uh, what sort of roadblocks could uh, could regulators throw up here? I mean, look, there could be a host of regulatory roadblocks. You know, I think within the Beltway, as well as Brussels, this is going to cause a lot of alcohol. It would really cause a firestorm, right? I mean, to some, they'll cheer it. Because, look, Musk is viewed in some circles as a hero and others as a villain, right? It makes him more and more divisive, hot-button area. You'll see a lot of regulatory pushback. And, th- and that's why I think Twitter's board, it's, it's really a fork in the road here because how they navigate this is going to be you know, very focused on in terms of their next steps. Could there be another bidder? Look, I think at this price, that would be very difficult. Because they do have a fiduciary duty though here. So if the bid is great. They can't really reject it just out of principle, can they? They can't just go under the covers, shut the lights off like this never happened. There are fiduciaries at the public company. So they might not like Musk. It might be their nightmare that Musk ultimately owns Twitter, but they got to do their fiduciary responsibilities, which is why right now within Twitter, it's back to the whiteboard, what their strategy is going forward. When the richest person, many would say the most fouled in the world is now looking to buy Twitter. What now, Dan, what happens now? So next step will be the boilerplate rejection from Twitter. They've looked at the bid. They think it doesn't value the company. It starts the back and forth negotiation. Behind the scenes, they'll have to do a strategic process. 
see if there's any other bidders. We'll call it a 30 day process. Musk will retort. And then this, this ultimately goes a few ways. It becomes more hostile, 1980s corporate takeover style. Ultimately, there's no other bidders. They have to accept a bid or other consortium of bidders come in or Musk has to push up his price. And I think now for the street, he has to show that the financing, I think collateral of, of Tesla and SpaceX shares will be key. Is there another consortium? Does he team up with private equity? And that's why this, this it's become a twilight zone. But again, it's 2022. Anything could happen. And you know, must be in a corporate raider for Twitter uh, clearly is uh, one of the more bizarre things. At least I've seen my 25 years. Last word to you, Dan. Good or bad day for Twitter? Well, it's a good day for Twitter investors. It's a nightmare day if you're a board member or an exec, because at this point, I think days are numbered. Dan Ives, thank you so much for your insight. I appreciate it. Thank you.